tanks headed for the Ukraine and the Franco-German alliance. Folks, it's Bible Prophecy 101. The Bank for International Settlements testing central bank digital currencies across national borders. Today's censorship and propaganda is reminiscent of the Nazi area, era. What's the goal? The Saudis, Palestine, and Israel, all prophetic and dominating the headlines. We'll discuss these events and more while taking your calls on this open line edition of The End Time Show. You're listening to a replay of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of The End Time Show. Now, today is open line. I will be taking your calls. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. If you have a prophecy question, um, love to hear from you. And I love doing these Q&A segments. When we go to do a prophecy conference, the Q&A segment is always a great time for people to learn. Sometimes somebody may ask a question out in California that you've never even heard of before. And you thought, man, I've always wondered about some of those things. I didn't even know to ask that question. So that's what we want to do on these open line segments is to uh, kind of go back and forth, have some great camaraderie, and get your questions answered to the best of our ability. That's one of the things. We don't claim to know everything, but the things that we do know, we want to help people to understand. So that's the goal in all of this. There's no sense in having 30% of the Bible be Bible prophecy if we can't understand it. And so these things affect us as we're going through our daily lives. Let me give you a, an example of that. The Voice of America published an article, and there are, there are hundreds of articles. But the Voice of America published a very um, specific title of an article. The U.S., German, and British tanks bolster Ukraine's capabilities. And they say that Britain's Challenger 2 tank, America's Abrams 1 M1 tank, and now Germany's Leopard 2 tank are now all going to the Ukraine to fight Russia. In that sentence right there, Britain, America, the United States, Germany, and Russia, all four of those nations are mentioned in Bible prophecy. They're the major nations besides Europe that are mentioned in the Bible. Let's talk about it. In Daniel 7, verses 1 through 7, now you understand, Daniel, the book of Daniel was written while Daniel was in Babylonian captivity. The First temple was destroyed. Jerusalem was destroyed. They were going down. They went into Babylonian captivity. And they're down there while this is happening. While Daniel's in Babylonian captivity, God gives him visions of things that would happen. We now know 2,500 years in the future. So he gives him this vision. And the Bible says, In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon. And you remember King uh, Belshazzar is the one who the, where the, had the impious feast where the um, handwriting on the wall? Meanie, meanie, tickle you farson? Well, 
that's when it was during that reign there that God gave Daniel this prophecy. The Bible says in Daniel 7 verse 1, In the first year of Belshazzar the king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. And then he wrote the dream and he told the sum of the matters. This is God giving him a vision in a dream. Daniel spake and said, I beheld, uh, or I saw in my vision by night, and behold, four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea. And four great beasts, four separate beasts, very important, four separate beasts come up out of the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion, and it had eagle's wings. Now picture these images here in your mind. Lion with eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon a feet as a man, <clears throat> and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like unto a bear, and it raised up itself on one side. It had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. Verse 6, And thus I beheld, an, and lo, another beast, like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to the leopard. Verse 7, After this I saw in the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the other beasts that were before it. And it had, what was its main characteristics? Uh, Daniel could not say, hey, it was like a leopard or a, a bear or a lion. He said, it's just this great, terrible beast. He had never seen anything like it. But its main characteristics was that it had ten horns. So when you look at this, if you go on down in the chapter, Daniel 7, verses 17 and 23, let us know that these beasts symbolize, these animal symbols symbolize nations that would be on the earth at the time when the Ancient of Days would come, establish His kingdom, and give the saints the kingdom, that they would possess the kingdom, they would inherit the kingdom. So it's at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ when He comes back to establish His kingdom here on the earth. Do away with human governments, establish His kingdom for the next 1,000 years. And it lets us, this is letting us know that these nations, symbolized by these animals, will be on the earth at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's when He comes back. That's when the transition happens into His kingdom and away from human government. So that's what Daniel 7 is prophesying about. Well, when we look at, we know now that the modern-day nation of the lion, that the lion symbolizes, is Great Britain. The, one of the ways we know that is because of the eagle's wings that were growing out of that. And John said, I beheld till the eagle's wings were plucked, it was made stand upon a feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. There is a modern-day nation with the symbol of the eagle that was plucked from the animal symbol, the lion, Great Britain, and that's the United States. Our mother country, Great Britain. And so Daniel actually saw the Declaration of Independence 2,500 years ago. Now, he didn't understand the prophecies because in, when you get to Daniel 12 and Daniel's asking about some of these different things, the interpretation, when's this going to happen? And the Lord said, no, Daniel, you close up and seal this book because it's for the people of the time of the end. Daniel didn't understand what these nations meant. He knew they would be nations or kingdoms, 
modern day vernacular it would be nation, and none of the apostles understood these writings. But when it gets to our time, these nations are in power, they're the most prominent nations on the planet, and they will be in power at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, we know what these nations are. And I'm going to get a little bit deeper into this on the back side of the break. Again, I'm going to take your calls today. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. And wow, there's so much prophecy going on in the news right now. I wish we had several hours today because I've just got so much information. But we'll get through as much as we can while taking your calls. Looking forward to it after the break. God bless. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can't enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. You're listening to a replay of The End Time Show. You know, everybody, the question that comes up when we talk about these modern nations in the Bible, Great Britain, the United States, Russia, Germany, the European Union, the question always comes up, well, what's this have to do with me? Why do I need to understand this? Well, it's very important because it is impossible when you get back to Revelation which was written 650 years after the book of Daniel, when you get to Revelation 13 and Revelation 12, when you're trying to understand the prophecies of the end-time world government or the end-time, um, the United States alliance with Israel in the end-time, standing against the world government, protecting Israel all the way throughout the end-time, it is impossible to be able to interpret those prophecies if you don't understand Daniel 7. 
That's why when, when I teach an end-time Bible study here in our studios, I will always start with the, the modern nations in the Bible lesson. And then when I get over to world government, then you can understand. If you don't understand what these things symbolize, and the, the reason I'm spending some time here is because there are some teachings out there that say Daniel 7 is a mirror image of Daniel 2. That the lion is, was Babylon, um, the bear was Media Persia, the leopard was Greece, and the Ten Horn Kingdom was Rome. And that is simply a misinterpretation of Scripture. I'm not trying to harm anybody, or I'm just telling you, that's a misinterpretation of Scripture. Because, and there's a great way to, to figure all that out. If you go to Romans, or uh, uh, you go to Daniel chapter 8, the Bible specifically talks about a, a ram and a he goat there. And it says that the, the, the um, he goat was, uh, the, the ram was Media Persia and the he goat was Greece. Well, there's another, that's, there's one way to prove it. Number two, in Daniel, uh, Daniel chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar had a vision of a statue that had the head of gold, arms and breasts of silver, belly and thighs of brass, legs of iron, feet of iron mingled with clay. Daniel specifically said that these were nations that would rule the entire world, global governing empires during their era. The head of gold, the Babylonian Empire, which was when Daniel was there. The arms and breasts of silver were the Medes and the Persians that defeated the Babylonian Empire during uh, um, Belshazzar's feast. That night, the Medes and the Persians were invading Babylon and overthrew them. Then Alexander the Great defeated the Medes and the Persians. The Grecians ruled the known world during their era. The Romans took over, and that was the legs of iron. And then the last uh, empire would be the feet of iron mingled with clay, which will rule until at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. They were world empires. When you go to Daniel 7, they're nations that would rule uh, that would be in power, but the United or the um, let's say Germany, they're not going to rule the world power. It's a nation. The United States, the um, bear, Russia, and but the European Union is symbolic of the end time world power. That that's where the seat of the Antichrist will be in the end time. But they're not the same thing. They're not a mirror image of each other. And you got to understand the difference when you get over to Revelation and try to figure out the world government our alliance with Israel and everything over there. So it's very important. And, you know, the question, how does this apply to us today? Well, I'll get into that. And again, the number to reach me, I'm taking your calls, 1-877-363-8463. Believe it or not, I don't have one call on the screen. So now's your chance. Uh, I think this is the first time this has ever happened to me. I hope everything's working right in the engineering room. However... I have a quick announcement. Next weekend, not tomorrow, but next weekend, this would be February 4th and 5th, I will be up in, me and my wife will be up in Justin, Texas. We always have a big conference up there at this church. Uh, it's the Rock Church of Justin, 411 Ludy Avenue. That's L-E-U-T-Y. And that's up in Justin, Saturday, February 4th at 6 p.m. I'll be teaching the new Understand the End Time uh, 
and a lesson, going through new proofs, all kinds of things. And then on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., I'll be going through breaking prophecy news. Things are going in the news right now. Many different articles. I'll be just going through article after article showing you what's going on. We always have a great time up in the Rock uh, Church of Justin. We had a great conference last night in Fort Worth. And we had, man, we had tons of visitors out there. It was awesome. But looking forward to this conference coming up in Justin, Texas next weekend. And so uh, join me there. Again, the number to reach me, one 363 8463 I've got one call, and I'm going to go to her right now, Darlene in Oklahoma. Uh, God bless Darlene. What is your question? Darlene, are you with me? Okay. What you got? Okay. Yep. So, the wings of the fowl, is that Brant? Yes, that is correct. So if you go off of the, an example of the uh, Great Britain and the United States, the United States was on the, the back of the lion. Uh, if you kind of take that precedent set by that, then if you go to France or to uh, the four-headed leopard, it had four wings of a fowl on its back, then that symbolizes the Franco-German alliance. And it lets us know that France and Germany, I actually got an article to go through here, uh, there's an article on CTV News. The France and Germany renew their alliance strained amid war in Ukraine. And it goes all the way down there, and I've got a lot of stuff to go through about that. But yes, the wings of a fowl, the animal symbol of France is the rooster or the fowl. So um, yes, mm -hmm. it's, it's symbolizing the um, alliance of the Franco, uh, the France and Germany uh, in the end time. Yes. So what's happening right now is we got the bear and we got the leopard, and do we have the France? We have France. Do we have the rooster. Yeah, France. Going on right now. Yeah, France. Absolutely, France and Germany. That's what I'm saying. This article that I went through, um, France and Germany have just renewed their alliance. They're working together after World War II. Pretty much, France and Germany have built, rebuilt Europe. They've been one of the, the they've been the principal drivers behind that. And okay. they're working together now, and it's the Franco-German alliance. It's the leopard and the fowl, or the rooster, working together. Um, and they have, been, you know, mostly worked together to rebuild Europe. Yeah. So the fowl is kind of the blanket over it, I guess. They weren't exactly mentioned with the le German leopard and the um, bear, but they're involved in all of that. And do you think that maybe, I mean... It'll be announced, but it kind of, to me, I'm thinking, I wonder if something's been signed secretly because the way everything is just like moving faster, progressing so much quicker, and the boldness of it all. They're just saying stuff, I mean, without any stops. Yeah, I don't know if they've necessarily signed anything, uh, all these nations working together, but God knows the end from the beginning, and God yeah. has seen all this stuff play out. He knew that these would be the prominent nations... In the headlines, just prior to his second coming and at the time of his second coming. Well, that's why I wanted to bring out these articles because now Great Britain with their Challenger 2 tank, the yeah. United States with our Abrams tank, and now Germany with their Leopard tank are giving yeah. all them to Russia. All of these nations, every single one of them are mentioned in Daniel 7 to be prominent nations 
in power at the time of His second coming. So we're racing the time when the Lord is going to come before very long. That's the whole reason for all of this, Darlene. Yes, that's right. And yeah. um, I think those ribs in the bear's mouth, I know it's like, I think I've heard it said by you guys, um, devour much flesh, but it also looks like it could be war, also another, which I guess that's a given. Okay, yeah. well, thanks, Dave. All right, Darlene, thank you much for the call, and God bless you, my friend. Uh, let's go to John in Tennessee. God bless John. Welcome to, in, or I'm sorry, the End Time Show. Man, <laughs> we'll get it right I, I, I tell you what, I've, I've said end of the age for years, and I'll get it right here one of these days. I know you will, but it's, hey, it's uh, Urban's legacy that you're coming yeah, in there. Yeah, so absolutely. That's all right. Good to hear it. Good to talk to you again. Yes, sir. My voice is a little off, but that's all right. We'll make it work. I mostly have a comment. I can't stress hard enough what I have learned from End Time Ministries. The way that I have learned to interpret Scripture, how the Scripture comes together, I, I think I understand why the the, uh, the older Bible scholars, before the end time, tried to match Daniel 2 to Daniel 7. The book was closed. They had no idea how to interpret it, but they did their best with what they had. But if they had just read the last part of that, where God says, Daniel, go thy way, the book is closed. And... Uh, they probably would have done a little better. Yeah. But, like I say, I cannot stress hard enough to anybody listening, get on End of the Age Plus, enroll in Jerusalem Prophecy College, and get this thing going into your mind and into your soul. It is so easy to interpret, and don't really take anybody's word for it. Read the Bible, check the verses. Yes, sir. John. Well, thank you much, my friend. God bless you. Good talking to you as well. And the thing is, is that what John is saying, very, very true. We encourage you to go to the Scriptures so that you can make sure what we're saying is true. And now, when I teach a lesson, when me or Doug or Vince, all of us in our Bible studies, on the radio, television, whatever we're doing, we give the scriptures for everything that we teach. But still, that's why we have these Q&A sessions. Because we want you to dive into the scriptures and make sure what we're saying is the truth. Don't take anything at, at face value. Now, hopefully you can trust us by now. We've been on the radio since 98. We've been putting out End Time magazine since 1991. We've never had to offer one retraction in the magazine ever. Since 1991, folks. 
been on the radio since 91, on television from 2009, 2010, and so hopefully our credibility here speaks for itself. But I still would encourage you, man, dive off into the scriptures. There's so much there to help you and make sure you understand uh, that way, if there's ever a time when we can't be on the radio or TV anymore, you can't get, there's no access to it, that you've got it ingrained inside of you. I understand these things. I know. I can go to the Bible and show where all these things are. Now, hopefully, we'll be able to get this message out all the way to the end, and I believe that we will. But still, look at what happened with uh, the COVID-19 situation, how everything was just isolated. You never know what will ha happen in the near future. And so make sure that this is ingrained in your mind uh, and that it's very, very, very important. Dive off into the scriptures, okay? Uh, that way you make sure you've got it inside for yourself and you can help your friends, family, and sphere of influence. And that's another thing with all the DVDs and, and the magazine and everything that we put out. Man, I would buy that stuff and pass it out. We've got people that buy hundreds and hundreds of DVDs and they just pass them out. It's their ministry. There's a guy in St. Uh, I think it's in St. Louis. Maybe it, I think it's in St. Louis. The guy um, buys lots of our DVDs and he passes them out. And he'll go in his neighborhood and he'll say, "Hey, I want you to watch a DVD. I'll be back in a couple days to pick it up." And he goes back, and that's his ministry. And he's sharing end time DVDs. It's really cool, and uh, that's something that you can do to make sure you ingest the material yourself and to help others. Very cool. Okay, uh, back to the phones. Let's go to Jorge in Virginia. God bless Jorge. Welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you, Dave. Hey, listen, uh, could Russia at the moment be the bear devouring much flesh, uh, therefore initiating terrible war with a terrible mankind death? Yeah, so Russia, 100%, Russia is the bear. I've got a document from a friend of mine who is a missionary in Azerbaijan. He married a girl from Kiev, Ukraine. He was at visiting her parents in Kiev, Ukraine. He went through a antique bookstore in Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, you understand what's going on in Kiev, Ukraine today? Ukraine and Russia, it's right there. Well, he was in a, in a couple, right. two or three years ago, he was in an antique bookstore in Kiev, Ukraine. He bought a old World War II document and brought it back to me. I have it in my office. And it is, uh, during World War I, it shows a picture of Russia looking pensively over coming down to devour uh, Europe and seeing what's going on. And then it shows Great Britain over here, and it depicts Russia as the bear. It depicts Great Britain as the lion. It's a World War I document. So it's something. Yeah, we know Russia is the bear. Now, um, I'm coming up on a break here, Jorge. Can you hold through the break and we'll continue the conversation? Yes, yeah, just, just hold through the break here. When we come back, we'll continue. Uh, just make sure I want everybody to know. And remember, we got a conference in Justin, Texas next weekend. Go to endtime.com for the details. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ part two. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. 
Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. You're listening to a replay of The End Time Show. All right, so we're going to go straight back to Jorge, and you had a great question, Jorge, about Russia, and could this Russia-Ukraine situation be leading to a World War III? That is one of the things that I wanted to bring out in all of this. Why these prophecies? It's so important that we understand these things, because when you understand who the modern nations are that will be in power at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ, a lot of people have said, well, hey, Russia and Ukraine and Europe, they're going to go to war. They're going to start throwing, you know, if they cross Russia's red lines, that the lines they've drawn in the sand, then Russia's going to start lobbing nuclear uh, missiles and they're all going to annihilate each other. It's going to go up in flames. I do not agree with that because we understand the prophecies of the Bible and we know that Russia is going to be there at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. So will Europe. The tin horn. The Bible says that the in Revelation, right. in Revelation 17, that the tin horns fought against the Lamb when He comes. So if you understand that these nations will be here, these entities will be here at the time of the second coming, it kind of eases your mind a little bit that, hey, they're not going into a nuclear situation to the point where they're going to annihilate each other um, in this present conflict. So I do not think at this point that this conflict is World War III. Might it lead to that? Maybe. But I do not think that at this time that, this, that we're looking at a World War III scenario, even though it's horrible what's going on. Uh, Joe Biden sending tanks into this situation. I, I, I do not understand what the guy's even thinking doing that. However, um, I don't think at this point it is a, a World War III scenario because of the prophecies of the Bible. Got it. Yeah, I think so, too, because the papacy has to be there uh, on the end of the time for the mark of the beast, correct? So they couldn't nuke Europe. Yeah, that's abs- and that's one of the things, is we know that the seat of the, the power base of the Antichrist is going to be Europe. And so they're not going to annihilate each other. Again, Ezekiel chapter 38 lets us know that Russia, or Gog and Magog, they're the ones leading the charge of the world-governing armies, at the Battle of Armageddon. And also, we know that the, the uh, world-governing bo- uh, beast in Revelation chapter 13, that it has the feet of the bear. So Russia is going to be totally in alliance with this world-governing body throughout the end time. 
So they're, they're not going to destroy each other by nuclear weapons in this current conflict. Um, however, there is a World War III coming, uh, and so we'll have to see how all of this plays out. But I do not see this current conflict uh, being World War III because these nations are intact all the way to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Thoroughly agree, Dave. Thank you. God bless you, man. All right. God bless you, my friend. All right. Great question. Um, let's go. Well, that leads to our next question here. Uh, Dennis in Indiana. God bless Dennis. Welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, just listening to your comment on, on uh, Jorge's question there. Yeah. My question does follow that, which is I've been perplexed as to why China does not factor in considering their you know, uh, a global superpower yes. um, of some regard, yet they seem to be non-existent in the, in the prophecies. Yes, sir. So, so the, yeah, go ahead. So I understand, like, with, the, with um, what the prophecy is when the feet of the bear and the leopard, mm-hmm. um, I, like I spoke with my dad, I said, you know, the... the Europe's going to get redrawn. NATO's going to, there's going to be a fracture, a fracture of an alliance because Russia has to join, you know, with the European countries at some time. Right. Um, But what happens with China? How come it is so non-existent in prophecy, considering it's a civilization that's been there for thousands and thousands and thousands of years? Right. So if you, if you look at the war, World War III, the Revelation 9, verse 13 through 21, the Bible says, Loose the four angels bound in the great river Euphrates, for to kill a third part of all of mankind. And the Bible says, I, John said, I saw where a 200,000 200, or 200 million man army would participate in the war. There are three entities that can field an army of 200 million soldiers. China, India, and the Islamic faction on the planet. So if we... When you, if we look at this war, it will emanate out of the Middle East region, and then it's going to bring in some of the big boys. 90% of the nuclear arsenal on the planet is controlled by the United States and Russia. China doesn't have near as many nuclear weapons as the United States and Russia. Now, they're trying to remedy that, but at this point, they do not. And so, even though they are a powerhouse, and <clears throat> however... When we look at World War III, we do know there is a 200 million man army that's going to participate in that war. I always watch Iran. You know that um, the Middle East, the Euphrates River region is housed in four nations, Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and Iran. And you have the China-Russia-Iran alliance that is formed now. Just like we are an ally of Israel, China and Russia are allies of Iran. And so if we were to go into a war situation with Iran, here comes China and Russia. Well, that's World War III tomorrow morning. It, it has always been, for years now, I should say, I've talked to Irvin Baxter about this many times, it is possible, Dennis, and I'm saying possible because I cannot prove this scripturally, but it is possible that the, the, a big majority of China could be wiped out in this future war. Because the United States does have the firepower to wipe out nations. And it is possible that we could take out much of China. Now, I, I love the Chinese people. I'm not, I don't want this to happen, but it's going to happen.
And it appears that that could be one of the scenarios that China would simply, the big majority of her would be wiped off the face of the planet because you understand also that China is one of the main challengers against the new world order, the liberal international order that was formed after World War II. And they, they, they're working against each other, not with each other. And so there are many scenarios coming into play here, but China, unless China is the one that fields the army of 200 million soldiers, is not mentioned in the prophecies of the Bible, and it could be because she is mostly wiped out in this uh, World War III, the, the Sixth Trumpet War. Well, that's, that's been my question, because the uh, World Economic Forum, they praise China, right. but at the same point, they could be praising the style of government, but not the actual government, because China wants to rule the world, not be a part of the one world government. That's exactly correct. And the with China, they are not going to completely conform. In other words, um, the World Economic Forum is all about environmentalism and climate change and everything and these uh, you know, carbon emissions and China is the number one carbon emitter on the planet but they don't say anything about them. China is not willing to conform with the edicts of the United Nations so they might be paying lip service to them now and even our president is kinda in cahoots with them and his family however when all is said and done the elites only use um, they, they do things that are only going to serve their purpose. And if China doesn't want to play ball, I promise you they're not above going in and annihilating them before this is all over with because things are getting ready to intensify. Right. The, the United Nations, the world government, the second effort, you had the League of Nations, then the United Nations, and the, the United Nations is not the world government that they want it to be. It doesn't have the teeth, the enforcement methods. So guess what's coming? World War I wasn't a big enough crisis. World War II wasn't big enough. The Bible says there is a World War III coming, and on the heels of that, we will move into a fully functioning world-governing body that the Antichrist will eventually usurp authority over. The way it looks well, now, I don't see China wanting to play ball with that scenario. No, I don't either, because they don't have the minerals and they don't have anything that, you know, land-wise that the globalist want. You know, they're, they're a user not a, and a manufacturer. They're not a, um, they don't have the raw materials. Right. So that, that's the one part that always confused me. And yeah. I, I believe like Ukraine, the Ukraine-Russia war is what leads um, for that break of NATO because I don't think the U.S. plays as big a role in the end times um, that Europe's going to play. I think that right. something happens with us that we become kind of a almost a side note in history. We're there, but we're not there. If you understand what I'm saying, we're no longer the global superpower. Well, the I, I can prove scripturally, Dennis, and this is a great conversation. I mean, you're, I can tell you're well read on this stuff. The United States now is has been since 1945 the principal driver behind the liberal international order. We've been the driving force. But there will come a time when we slide off of that pedestal, and it looks like we are right now because of the weakness of Washington, D.C. We're sliding off of that pedestal of leadership, and there's a big vacuum being created, and it looks like Europe is sitting there saying, okay, it's our time to take the helm of this thing. Well, the Bible says that powers are going to shift to Europe, and that's where that will be the power base of the Antichrist in the end time. 
You can prove that from Daniel 7, where the little horn uproots three and becomes great and speaks great things. He comes out of the European Union. That's his power base in the end time. It's not the United States. But Revelation 12 depicts the United States standing with Israel in alliance against the world government in the end time. So yes, something has had to happen and on the heels of this great war, maybe there's a complete shift, but something will happen to this NATO arrangement, like you say, where we're going to be um, kind of moved off of this position of leadership in the world and it's going to swing to Europe. And Europe is just, the European Union is the model of world government in the earth. Because Joe Biden's a globalist, that's why he's not protecting our national borders, because he believes in this mindset of do away with your borders, create a global state that answers to a world governing body. That's why he's trying to weaken America so they, we cannot impede the evil overthrow of America by these socialists and communists around the world. However, it looks like somehow, I don't know if it's God's protection. I mean, that's probably part of it because we're going to stand with Israel throughout the end time. Revelation 12, 14, the woman, Israel, is carried away on the wings of a great eagle where she is nursed in her place for time, times and half time, that final three and one half years. So how that transition takes place, Dennis, I, I cannot answer that scripturally, but I know that it is going to take place. Yeah, and that's been my confusing part because Putin doesn't seem to want to play along even though he was supposedly a WEF, you know, young leaders graduate. Yep. So to me, there's some sort of major transitions. And you have said in the past that we need to watch for this uh, peace agreement between Russia or between Israel and um, um, the, Palestinians. the Palestinians. Yes. But at the same point, I think the other thing we need to keep an eye out for is the realignment of the geo geopolitics. Right. Because no, absolutely. I think that's going to be, I think that may happen even before the peace agreement gets done. Um, that, well, again, that could happen after this World War III scenario. The World, World War, War III pre-seven pre years, or is that Okay, I can't, I can't prove that scripturally. That's a great question. The, the peace agreement starts the final seven years. I, cannot, right. I can't prove scripturally whether the World War III happens before or after the peace agreement. It has always been our opinion that it would. And, and oh man, I'm coming up. So I'm coming up on another break here, uh, Dennis. Can you hold through the break? Because this is a great conversation. Yeah, I can hold. Yeah, hold through the break, and, and I'll, I'll uh, give you an opinion here. Very important. Okay, everybody, just want to make sure. Again, remember, next Wednesday we're having great turnouts at our conferences. We'll be up in Justin, Texas next weekend. Look forward to seeing all of you up there. we got a lot of people telling us they're going to come. It's going to be a great meeting. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. 
Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. You're listening to a replay of The End Time Show. So, um, Dennis, you bring up a great point here, and and it goes right along with the point I was making in the beginning of the program, why it's so important to understand the prophecies of the Bible and to get these nations right. Because when you look at Revelation chapter 13 and the world governing body in the end time, it has the body of the leopard, Germany. It has the mouth of the lion, Great Britain the ten horns of the ten horn kingdom, the European Union, and the feet of the bear. Russia is going to be in complete alliance with the European Union in the end time, not fighting against her like they are now. Yes, I, that's, that's the part that confuses me with yeah. this, whole, this whole situation because China doesn't exist yet. China is the biggest threat to um, right, this- us, and, but they formed an alliance with Russia, Right. But then that means Russia would have to turn their back on China, or yep. China does not exist. That right, exactly. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why, it, there's many reasons why I would speculate that a big majority of China, because again, we owe China how many trillions of dollars now? I mean, it's like unbelievable. We'll never be able to pay her back. But in, the time, in a wartime scenario, a lot of those scores can be settled at that point. If we wiped out China, how much would we owe her? Zero, and so well, there's but a that, but, yeah. But that type of uh, destruction and catastrophe would lend itself to the world coming up under one world government and people saying we we just want peace. That's exactly it. That's the whole point. Is that the the entire reason for the United Nations? Now this is what we were told anyway. I know there are more, but. They've been selling it to us that in the name of a world war, we can't have war anymore, so we need to have a world government where a place where people, nations can meet and discuss their differences rather than go to war. What they're really trying to create is a world governing body. However, World War I and World War II weren't big enough crises. They need a bigger crisis so the nations will yield up their sovereignty, their armies, their arms, everything, and say, okay, we haven't been able to solve this world war situation. We need a world government. We'll all yield up our armies to you, and then you can, you can have this world governing scenario. It looks like, on the, from scripturally, on the other side of World War III, we move into a fully functioning world governing body, except for a few of these pariah nations that don't want to conform. I believe that's going to be Jordan, Israel, and the United States specifically. I believe I can prove that scripturally. But when it comes to China, I think she's going to be on the outs. I think most, of, in my opinion, it looks like a lot, most of China will be destroyed, at least to the point where they're a non-factor on the world stage. Russia is going to merge in with, you understand right now that um, west of the Ural Mountains, Russia is already considered European. And, but there's, I, maybe um, Vladimir Putin, maybe he'll have to go off the scene. Here's something you always have to remember, Dennis, and you probably already know this. Prior to the Berlin Wall coming down, the entire world thought that was impossible. Oh, the Berlin Wall is never going to come down. That's the symbol of the Cold War. But it did come down, and there was a new world order established after that. Things are not, things don't have to stay. I mean, things can change tomorrow morning, and Russia could be riding cahoots with Europe, 
and China on the outs. That could happen within a week. And so I we've, it's, yeah. I think we're within, you know, months of everything, you know, starting to really fall into place. I don't think we're within years and years and years because right. when it says that, you know, the generation that sees the, you know, the, the, the Israel brought back as a nation is going to be, see all these things come to pass. Yeah, I mean, so we're we're at the end of that generation, and so we don't have years and years and years and years to let things happen. Things, you know, because that that's one prophecy that if it if it misses, then other prophecies won't come true. Yeah, well, the, when I, I'm sitting here from, I look at everything from a prophetic perspective, and I'm sitting here watching watching all of the prophecies converge at the same time, all of them, yep. and I'm saying, you know what? The, uh, the Lord Jesus is coming right around the corner. It, it, he can't, it can't, unless he just says, okay, I'm going to stop all of this that's going on right now, and I'm going to wait 500 years, which is not going to happen. He, all of these things are coming. They're, they're, the precursors of the mark of the beast, the establishment of a world government, world religion, everything that's happening right now, it's all coming to, uh, to it's the culmination of all of this, and so it's something that we need to be aware of, and Wow, man, you bring up a ton of great points, and they're all very valid and um, I just have great one more thought for you. To, one Go ahead. More thought for you. Yeah. Um, Mystery Babylon. Yes, sir. It speaks about within one hour she becomes uh, uh, dark and desolate. Yeah. Nobody can figure out who Mystery Babylon is. Oh, I, I can okay. tell you scripturally who Mystery Babylon is. Mystery Babylon is Rome and the false religious system in the end time. I can prove that conclusively using Scripture. Absolutely. I know, because of, because of the seven um, hills? Yeah, so there are several clues. But, there are six... But, Go ahead. But the, the thing that confuses me about that is um, the, the merchants crying and all that stuff. It yeah. doesn't... To me, to me there's, it, it makes sense, but I've heard, I've heard everything from the Roman, you know, Rome... To Israel, to uh, no. uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, I've heard the U.S. I mean, there's been so many different yeah. variations on that. No, I, I understand, thought, though, because the one thing that confused me, it, it talks about her having like seven heads coming off of many waters or whatever, Mystery Babylon. Yeah, A and the only thing that's on seven continents is the internet. Right. And if it was to shut down in the space of an hour, you talk about merchants crying. Yeah. Is there a possibility that Mystery Babylon, and the reason it's called Mystery, is because when um, they were seeing that, they had no idea what a computer was and, and the Internet was. Yeah, no. So the, if you understand Mystery Babylon in... Uh, it would be in Revelation chapter 17, Revelation chapter 18. It specifically is referring to a false religious system. You need to make sure we understand about that. It's a woman. And in the Bible, it refers to two end-time churches. The true church of Jesus Christ is referred to as a virgin. Paul said, right. I present you as a, as a virgin unto Christ. The true church, an uncompromised church, one that has stayed with the truth and has not moved off of that. Then it talks about a false religious system, and that's Mystery Babylon or Rome. And when, that's what you, you got to understand that when you go to Revelation chapter 17 and 18. They're parenthetical chapters, and God is showing John 
the judgment of this entity in the end time? Well, when you go down through all the different clues, it talks about, um, in Revelation chapter 17, it gives six specific clues who that end time um, mystery Babylon is. The Bible says the woman is a city. So when people say, that's um, Revelation 17, 18, and the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. When people say, no, it's the United States, that goes, that's diametrically opposed to the Word of God. Revelation 17 says it is a city. Okay? So just block the United States uh, or Israel out of your mind. That's not possible. It goes against the Word of God. The Bible also says the woman rules an international system. If you look at Revelation 17, 15, the Bible says, And he said unto me, The waters which thou sittest, where the whore sitteth, are peoples, multitude, nations, and tongues. It is a city, but it rules over an international system. And Rome fits all of these clues. Right. Rome is the city on seven hills. I'm going to give you the clues really quick. Rome is the city on seven hills. Uh, Revelation 17, 9. The Bible says it's arrayed in scarlet and purple. The two ruling bodies of the Roman Catholic Church are the cardinals and the uh, which wear red or scarlet, and then the uh, the College of Bishops and Archbishops where wear purple. If you see a huge papal parade, there's a sea of red and a sea of purple. It's the two ruling bodies. Number five, drunken with the blood of the saints. That is Rome. If you've looked under um, the in in the history of it, the Roman Catholic Church there have been. Millions and millions. Read the Fox's Book of Martyrs with the Inquisitions and all the Crusades and everything where there have been millions of Christians killed by the Roman Catholic Church. Drunken with the blood of the saints, Rome. And then uh, reigns over the kings of the earth. Um, that's Revelation 17, 18. The woman which thou sawest is that great city again which reigneth over the kings of the earth. And of course you understand that there are very influential individuals that are... Um, that the, the popes have been very influential over, reigning over the kings of the earth, knighting them and doing different things through the years, or I shouldn't say knighting them, but um, being influential in politics even for, man, hundreds and hundreds of years, even to the point where the Holy Roman Empire was ran by the most powerful political figure in Europe and the most powerful political figure from Rome, which was always the pope all the way throughout. That's why it's called the Holy Roman Empire at this point. So there are six specific clues in Revelation 17 that points directly to Rome, um, not to Israel, not to the United States. Um, it, it, at that point, it becomes easy to understand, in my opinion. Right. I, I, I agree with all, the, all those scenarios. The part that always confused me, though, was why the merchants were, you know, because, because they would... Yeah, because there are many... When, when Rome, Rome will be destroyed... The Bible says that Rome specifically will be destroyed for all of the debauchery that has come out of that over the years. God remembers that entity. The Bible says she will be destroyed. And the Bible says the merchants will weep and wail. The, uh, Rome, the Roman Catholic Church, is the third largest landowner on the planet. She is invested in all kinds of things. People have become famously, fabulously wealthy off of that entity. And the Bible right. says the merchants will wail because... She's been destroyed. And um, so, because again, it is a giant business and it's not just a church. And so, you know, I'm just giving you the clues of who Mr. Babylon is because I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people have said it's the United States. That simply is not the case. It doesn't fit the clues in Revelation chapter 6. Once you understand that it's a 
it's talking about a false religious system here. Mystery Babylon. Um, and that goes all the way back for, you know, all the way back to really the, the Tower of Babel where they tried to have their own world government and own world religious system. That's where the, um, that's the, the seeds of all of that goes all, way back thousands of years uh, and, you know, into, you know, some of these religious systems way back. Well, I appreciate uh, your input there, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, this kind of discussion is one of my favorite things to do. Good. Well, I, I certainly appreciate the call, Dennis. It's been a great conversation. Wow. Man, I know we've taken up a lot of time. Uh, I'm going to have to let, let you go, Dennis. Thank you much, my friend. God bless. Wow, everybody. Um, man, I've got... Uh, let's, let's go to real quick. Let's go to Gene right here in Texas. God bless, Gene. You're going to have to make it quick because i got like two minutes. Hey, Dave, Maranatha, uh, I got nothing else to say. Great show. I mean, I, okay. just, I had something to say, but I'll, I'll let Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to add to it, but great show. Okay. All right. Thanks, Eugene, and God bless you, my friend. Um, oh, man. Uh, sorry, everybody. I've got like 45 seconds. I hate to leave everybody on the phone. Uh, Freddie, I'm sorry. I'm Brenda from California and everybody. Uh, I, we'll get to you next week. Uh, God bless you guys. Um, and, you know, I hate to cut you short here, but wow, great conversation today. And all of these prophecies are in the news headlines right now. The Great Britain, the United States, Russia, Germany, the European Union. Man, it's right in our face. It's happening. And John said, or Daniel said these nations would be in power when the Ancient of Days come back and establish his kingdom here on the earth. Folks, we're just, we're leading right up to, we're just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Man, everything's converging at the same time. Great conversation today. Great great questions. God bless you all. Y'all have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.